BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, rucking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, Pretty Mike here, and on this episode of BeastNet, I've got with me Jody. Uh, Jody, introduce yourself to everyone. Hi everybody, I've been a beast since... 2015, I work for the Lake Washington School District, and I do most of my races with Pretty Mike. Yay. Yes, you do. You do do quite a bit with me. So, um, so tell us about this year for you. I know this year you started, you, you've done, what, seven, seven tripackets? Yes, I got my seventh trifecta last weekend. Nice. With me in Los Olivos. Um, <laughs> well, at least the beast was with me. I, I didn't stay for the super. But um, tell yeah, us a little bit about your journey this year. What? It was a, it was a hard beast, but tell, tell us a little bit about your year. What kind of, what motivates you? What got you to go for seven trifectas? Well, we started... So because we work for the school district, we have summers off. And so that opened up a whole lot of races for for me to do this summer. And so Mm -hmm. we started on June, what was it, 20th? Our first one was the the Dallas Stadium race, which was really cool. I had never done a stadium before, which Mm -hmm. is very different than the regular sprints. Because it's all indoors. And I've heard that. I mean, tell us a little bit. How is it? How are the stadium? I mean, I've heard a lot of people say they're different because they're indoors. But but what else makes them a completely different Spartan? So it's mainly stairs. So you're, you're going up all any flight of stairs they have in there. You go up and down it. Um, mm-hmm. You go up into the the stands, and that was where we did the sandbag carry. We walked it through, like, the seats and everything. Um, because it is all indoors, there's no, like, stunk wall. That's probably oh, my that. favorite thing. Yeah. That was my favorite thing, no dunk wall. Um, yeah, because we know how much both of us and- like dunk walls. Yeah, right. Um, but they do have different obstacles. They had, there's a bike that you have to ride and you have to burn. I think it's 30 calories before you can go on. Yeah. And so, yeah, so that was that was different. Um, they have box jumps that you do. There's a jump rope. You jump rope. Um so it's it's very different obstacles than the Spartan sprints or anything outdoors. Yeah. And they had a they had a, a scooter one too where you literally got on a scooter and you scooted yourself across just a little ways and then you scooted back to where you started from. So that one was kind of fun. 
It's kind of interesting. I mean, I've wondered about that, you know, having the, the whole different aspect of, you know, the, the game or the, 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 the race being indoor. There's so many things that we do outdoor that you couldn't really do, you know, in a stadium. So, I mean, you know, they're not going to let you dig up the ground to make a dunk wall no, and stuff uh-uh. like that. So, I mean, that that's pretty cool. I mean, that's, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was really, it was really interesting to see the, the difference between all the races doing that one. Hmm. Yeah. It was a it was a good experience. I personally really liked doing the stadium. I might have to try one of those. I've thought about one, but I mean it's just it's such a travel for, you know, what is basically a sprint. So I mean, I keep thinking they need to do one here in Seattle. They could do almost do a beast and just link CenturyLink and and uh what is it now, T Mobile Park and just go between the two. Yeah. So. They could. That'd be cool. That'd be awesome. So that, that's cool. I mean, I, I've always wondered about the, the stadiums and kind of, because I, I keep hearing everyone talk about them and I, I've always wanted to do one, but it's just, you know, I never really understood how they're different. So that's cool. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah, that was the, the beginning of your, your summer. So how did the, the rest of the races go? I mean, you started out and, and I know you did Seattle too earlier in the year though, right? Yes, I did Seattle. I did Montana, and so that was kind of the kickoff for the – it was like one race right after another after we started with the stadium, kind of a nonstop everything from that point on. We did Utah. We did Boise. We did – we went up to Canada and did the Kimberly Trifecta weekend. I think Steve Hammond later told me that that was one of the hardest North American races I did the whole trifecta weekend. I did all three there. And then right after that, we did the next weekend. We did, I think it was Utah. I think we did Utah that next weekend. Was Kimberly, did they still have it the way that they did the Canadian trifectas before, where it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah. Or was it just Saturday, Sunday? Because I know, like, for. No, they. I was saying, I know for Hawaii, it's just Saturday, Sunday. Yes. In Canada. I don't know how it's going to be now because now they're changing everything about it. But I know yeah. it has been. They had the sprint on Friday, the beast on Saturday, and then the super was on Sunday. Yeah. So, and they're hard. They weren't like, because of the way that, that the person designed it that was doing it, the sprints sometimes were equal distance to what is super is here. Yeah. And so the super was an equal distance to a beast here. So it it was so hard. <laughs> so hard. Sounds like it. Sounds so like we it. did that and then and then the next weekend after I did that one with Tim Quayle and Brandon. And Jeff was with mm-hmm. us part of the time. But Tim and I I we both thought we were going to die at certain points during that yeah. one. That was, yeah, one of the most difficult races that I have done. And and then the next weekend, we went into Utah. And I love Steve Hammond. Love him. Oh, yeah. We all do. He's our favorite race director, designer, everything. And yes, he is. When, he saw us, when he saw us at the end of the Utah, he said, I love you dearly, but you are crazy. 
And that's when he told me, he said, do you realize that you did Kimberly, which is one of the top hardest races in North America? He said, you did all three. And then you came and you did Utah, which apparently was up there as one of the most difficult races in North America. So he was shocked that we did them back to back like that. Oh, you got to do what you got to do. Spartan up. Right. Exactly. So we did. <laughs> Yikes. So how how do you feel at the end of this year, you know, after all of that? After all of those, you know, I mean, that's, you know, you're still telling everything you did. I mean, you're just a Utah, and I know it's a lot farther than that. All right, and now we're going to take a quick pause so we can hear from our sponsors. Like what you hear? Make sure and subscribe and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you're using YouTube, please click the little red subscribe icon, then click the little bell for notifications of future episodes. And if you could, give us a thumbs up. Do you like challenges that are fun, tough, and might use tacos? Head on over to BeastChallenge.com and check out our upcoming events, including Beast's 5K+, a combination of race and endurance event, and the Bucket Mile. Keep an eye on the Beast's OCR Facebook group for event gatherings. For more information, head on over to BeastChallenge.com and the Beast's OCR Facebook group. You'll be glad you did. And we're back. How do you feel about everything you did? Well, for me, I was told a couple years ago that because of all my injuries, that are lifelong injuries now, that I wouldn't be able to probably even do one trifecta. So... Yeah. The fact that I even got one trifecta done was a huge thing for me. But ending my year out with seven trifectas, that is just, I, there's Amazing. no word. It is. It really, truly is. It, yes, it's amazing for me that I was able to do that many races and survive to tell about all of them. Us. <laughs> and I mean, that's one thing I think, I don't know a lot of people know, I mean, that you have multiple lifelong injuries that, you know, pretty much, like you said, doctors have told you, you, in a lot of ways, you're lucky to be walking, let alone doing what you're doing. Yes, I am. I am. Um, For anybody that doesn't know that's listening to this, I have arthritis throughout my whole body. Um, I have hip, severe hip dysplasia. I've got um, the S curve in my lower back has been straightened completely and the top of my neck is so compressed that surgery will not help it. So everybody is shocked that I've been able to do any part of these races. And yeah. and I'm I'm not fast. I'm not fast by any means. I I choose not to do this for time. I do it to spend time with my, my family, my OCR family and and so yes it takes me a long time sometimes to do my races, but I get them done. And yes. yes. And I am just so proud of myself for overcoming everything that doctors have told me. Yeah. And yeah. It's one of those things, you know, I, I say in the podcast all the time, listen to your doctors, but 
at the same time, you don't have to listen to your doctors when they say you'll never be able to do something again. I mean, if your doctors are telling you, hey, you probably shouldn't do this because your your leg's broken, you probably should listen. But in situations like that, it's... Doctors are looking at normal people saying you shouldn't, you, you won't be able to do this again because most people are just going to, you know, sit back and say, okay, cool, I can't do this. But we're a different breed where we're like, okay, cool, you say I shouldn't be able to do this again, but I'm going to show you that I can. Yes, exactly. And that's what I've yeah. done. I've been out there proving everybody wrong as far as what they've told me, and, and I'm enjoying yeah. it, and I'm having fun. Yes, it hurts. And, I'm not going to yeah. lie. It hurts. <laughs> but it's still so and much I've seen fun. It. I've seen it. Yes. I mean, there's been a couple races, you know, um, Montana two years ago where I've raced with you enough that I knew when you turned and looked at me in that race that you were done. That, you know, the pain oh. had gotten too much. There was, you know, your hips were having major issues. And I knew there was, you, you were done. And it's one of those most time I'm like, you know, come on, we can do this. But there's a certain point and I can see it in your eyes where you're just like, yeah, my, my body is not going to let me do this, you know, and I need to take a break. And sometimes we have to listen to our bodies. So, you know. Oh, that was the worst race, I think, was having to tell you, yeah. Justin and Serena, that I just could not physically going yeah yeah and it's you know like i said sometimes you have to listen to your bodies it's like you know um we did the the beast you know bucket mile at my house and i chose not to do it i mean i let everybody else do it got everything set up and chose not to do it because you know the the weekend before i dislocated my shoulder i don't know how many times how many times did i dislocate it on the race yeah it was a couple times (laughs) you know jody helps me put it back in yeah. Jody <laughs> yeah. helped me put it back into place and I just kind of kept going. And it's like, you know, I was thinking about the bucket mile and I'm just like, you know, my shoulder, I, I know, I, I know I hurt it and there's no point in pushing it. You know, I can do the bucket mile another weekend, you know, and it's just, you know, I'm like, no, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm going to let them do it and, you know, just sit back. So I, I filmed it and took pictures and, you know, listened to my body for once when it's taken many years for, for me to get to that point where I can listen to my body and say, you know, I can't do this. I shouldn't do this. I guess can't isn't the right word. Don't say can't in front of Brandon. He will like beat you. Oh, it's yeah. one of the, his, yeah. his words. I shouldn't do this. And, and it's one of those, you know, listen to your body and all that. And this year has been big for me on that. Um, I still got three trifectas, but I listened to my body all year long. You know, I did, you know, I didn't do Montana cause I knew I needed to have the hernia surgery. So I just skipped Montana and had the surgery. And then, um, I didn't do, uh, Tahoe with you because I had hurt my feet so bad in Hawaii that I'm like, I just need to take a break, you know? And I, and I've really tried and really, cause I preach it a lot on the podcast, you know, listen to your body, listen to your body. And I've really mm-hmm. tried this year to be the year that I listened to my body. And instead of saying, Oh, well, I'm not going to get my triple trifecta this year because I had to defer these races. I just said, okay, let's read Let's adjust the plan. Mm-hmm. And that's how I ended up doing Los Olivos, you know, Central California at the end of the year, because it's like, okay, I can't do Montana, so I'll do Tahoe. Oh, nope. Uh, I probably shouldn't do Tahoe because I've tore my feet up so bad in Hawaii. I need to let them heal. So I shouldn't do Tahoe. So what should I do? Oh, I'll just defer to Los Olivos. And it's one of those, and I think a lot of people take too many times where they're like, oh, this isn't going to happen, so it's over. 
And I really tr- oh, yeah, tried this year to listen to my body. Yeah, to listen to my body, but at the same time be like, okay, this isn't going to happen. My plan isn't going to go the way I originally planned it. How can I divert the plan and change it to still mm-hmm. be able to get my goal? And that's, yeah. you know, and I did it. I got my three trifectas. You know, I just diverted, changed the plan to continue going and get my three trifectas. So good job. So and that's awesome. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Oh, and I'm proud of you. I mean, you got seven. I mean, with everything with your body, and I mean, that's kind of one of the things I think why we do so well racing together is we both know we're going to get to certain parts, you know, that's like, I'm not saying people should skip obstacles, but there's times that both of us will be like, hey, there's a problem with my body at this point. I think we should just burpee out of this, or I'm just going to burpee out of this one because I know I shouldn't do it. You know, when we came up to Twister at Los Olivos, I'm like, I've already dislocated my shoulder twice. There's no way my body... My my shoulder is going to hold my body weight, you know, right now. So the best thing to do is but to burpee out of this. The important thing is that we still do squats or we still do burpees. We still do yep. something if we skip yeah. the obstacle. And so that's it. And it's do, one of those things. And like, yeah. You know, like you mentioned, the, the squats. Occasionally, it will be squats. I mean, with my foot injury, I've had issues with that push-off of doing a burpee. So there has been times mm-hmm. I do squats. Other times, like when my shoulder was dislocated, I did do squats because I don't know if you've tried to do burpees when your shoulder isn't working. It's not very easy. No. So, you know, I did no. do, you know, do squats on some of them. So, I mean, we adjust and we, we modify. That's one of the reasons we went open. Because I know I'm I'm not ready for a competitive heat, you know. So yeah. I run open so that I can make those modifications and still do the race, you know. And I know some people have issues with that, that, you know, they say, oh, you're not really running the race. And I'm like, yeah, I am. I am. I'm just modifying it so that my injuries and my my body can still do the race. So, yeah, you know? that's the important thing is that we start and we finish. Yeah. And, that's, and I'm that's only racing against thing. me. Yes. Exactly. Just trying to be and better than I was yesterday. Support. Exactly. And yeah. we're there to help support each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I really love about our team. And that's the whole purpose. Team. I mean, we have fun. And, I mean, it is. it is. I mean, our team is great about that, about helping each other. And, I mean, it's a Spartan thing, but I, I feel like Beast and the team that we have, especially the ones we we spend a lot of time with and do stuff with, is even more, yes. you know, we really push to be that, that team, that group that yes, helps everybody. Really you know, I've... I've had times I've sat at one of the walls for five or six minutes helping people over the walls because I mm-hmm. knew, you know, because it just, it's what needed to happen, you know, and it just, it's, if I feel better about helping people, for me, that's what it's all about. The race isn't about me finishing, isn't about me being the best person out there. It's about me helping somebody who may not have been able to do it, do it. And that's, that's what it's all about for me. Yes. That's yeah. a huge part of it for me too. And we did um, Sacramento. We did the Sacramento Super in Sprint. And Mm -hmm. honestly, I think that's one of my favorite races of this year, just because um, I got to do it with one of our really good friends, Andrea Britton. And Andrea had not... We had her on... She had not... We had her on the episode. Yes. She was on not too long ago. She had never done back-to-back races before. So she got out there out of her comfort zone, and she did both races with me. And she had a bad fear of heights, And she was just Mm -hmm. so terrified. And 
being there, able to just encourage her and talk to her step by step, um, going up the cargo net. And she did the cargo net and the A-frame both for her first time. And just being there to see just the tears of joy, it, it, it is just, it's hard to explain almost unless you're there seeing a person overcome their fears like that. I, I was just so proud of her and, and so excited to be there to see her overcome that. It was just, oh, oh yeah. that, that, that is one of, that's probably the biggest reason why I like to do races with, with new people. Um, is because she had never done these things before. I think I oh, could yeah. be wrong, but I think I think it was the first time that she'd done the sandbag carry as well. And oh, she just she did awesome carrying the sandbag, and and that was that was a difficult race too. That was not easy. A lot of the California races I'm learning, they're not mountains, but there's lots mm-hmm. and lots of big hills. Yeah. That you go up and down and up and down multiple times. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. And that's just, how Los Levos was. It was up, down, up, down, up, down. Oh, yeah. Only there you had the winds that factored into oh, it yeah. as well. Yeah. And going so. back to the Andrea thing, I mean, Andrea is, we had her on the episode, but Andrea is so humble. She wasn't going to say all that stuff. <laughs> well, I am so proud of her that I have to say yeah. something. I just, oh yeah, that was a huge moment for me was watching her when she came off of that. I think it was the cargo net we did first, and and hearing watching her cry and say that she'd never done that before was just oh the joy watching that. Yes. Oh, I bet she's she's awesome. She came and did the bucket mile with us, so she's great. She's she's really pushing herself, and I mean it's awesome to see someone who you know pushed themselves the way she has. And she's she's I can't wait to see the growth that she's going to have over the next year or so. So it's going to oh, be amazing. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it really is. And that's one thing I love about a group. We have a lot of people like that who you know just seeing their growth and everything else. I mean, we've been racing together for for years. I mean, our yeah. first race, what was our first? Washougal 15? Washougal, yeah. Yeah. Washougal 15 yeah. was our first race that we went together. Yeah. And what's funny is I didn't realize that was our first race until, like, one of the memories popped up. And I saw you were with that whole group that we were with. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Jody was there. And then it was it was really the one I remember the most is Montana. It was me and you and Stevie in yeah. Montana. You know, I mean, in that year, you know. Yeah, that was yeah. the year Stevie, you know, Stevie rolled her ankle. And I think you were ahead of us, yeah. and we caught up to you and ended up finishing. And it was Stevie rolled her ankle, and then your hip popped out, and we're just like, okay, cool, we're going to keep going. And that's the infamous, you know, 12, was it 12 and a half hour? Or was it yes, 13 it hours? Was. I don't know. It was, it was yeah, Something that was like the infamous that. long, long race where, you know, um, we caught up to Emily. Emily just kind of giggled at us and shuffled their feet because oh, yes, she, she was did. pretty much mentally checked out. And oh, then, yes. you know, yeah. And then we had yeah. the, you know, Hammond catching up to us. And that's where the Hammond thing, where we all, one of the biggest reasons we all love Hammond 
is he caught up to yes, us on that is. race. And Stevie looks right at him and says, you can take, try and take us off this course. You can do whatever you want, but we're, we're finishing this. We, we are finishing this. Yep. And Hammond looked right at us and said, cool, everyone behind you, quit. Let's go. <laughs> yep. And we're like, uh, okay. So, yeah. Yep. And that was brutal. But I think, you know, yeah. and that was since then, every chance we get, we do races together. So, yeah. Yes, we do. I did. I One race that I did have to defer this year, well, I DNF, was the Whistler Trail Run. And okay. it was one of those things where I had to listen to my body. We had just done Seattle the weekend before. And mm-hmm. I've been nonstop doing races. I just, my body was just not going to keep going. And when I got to the first water station, I just made the decision right there that I wasn't going to keep going. And I was all concerned because I wanted to do the sprint still. And I, the super was the next day. And I just mentally, I was all over the place and, um, And they called for a staff member to come up and get me to take me back down. And the staff member that came was Steve. It was Steve Hammond. Hammond? And, uh-huh. and that moment, I just looked at him, and I remember just crying. And Steve hugged me, and he said, are you hurt? And I said, no. And he said, all right, then we're good. Everything is fine. And... Yeah. We got in the little gator thing to go back down the mountain, and I had one of the best talks with Steve that I think I have ever had. And That's awesome. I needed that. I, I, I needed to hear that I was okay. It was just one race, and, mm-hmm. and it, it took Steve pointing out to me. He said, look at how many weekends you've been racing since June and this was like I think September and it was it was right before Tahoe and he looked at me and he said you have not given your body time to heal and he said my advice to you is to listen to your body and if you don't do the sprint in the super here in Whistler you're okay he said you just Mm -hmm. need time to heal and hearing that from Steve, just everything clicked. And yeah. that was just a huge, huge Steve moment that that I had. <laughs> and and that's what's great about Steve. I, I've tried to get him on the podcast, but he's a slippery one. But uh, he is <laughs> he, he has that kind of wisdom. There, there's a couple of them, you know, a couple of the staff members that I've had great experiences like that. You know, when Steve was with us on the that long hike, you know, in Montana. I mean, he was yes. talking to us the whole time, and I mean, he, it was awesome. And then, you know, there's been Dingo. Dingo's been a huge yes. one for me too. That anytime I needed, and he seems to pop up when I need him. Like I'll be having one of those he times where that. I'm like, this is, this is just dumb. I can't do this. I don't know why I thought I could do this. And then all of a sudden he's like, hello, and I'm like, where did you come from? You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you uh, yeah. you should do this. Dingo. Yeah. He yes, pops up all, and he does seem to be to be like my guardian angel. When I needed someone to, you know, help me and like get me out of a mental place, he was right there. You know, 
Oh, and it yeah. Was like, Peter uh, does that for me all the time. Yeah. All the time. It was Hawaii. Even even this year. He was there in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, Nick was trying to convince me to go do the, the sprint. And I'm just like, I can't do this. I'm dead. And I'm like, my foot is this and blah, blah, blah. And I, Dingo like popped up behind me. And he's like, oh, well, you know, you need good, better exercises. Message me after this and we'll send you some. Go out, go out there and do that sprint. And I'm just like, okay. You know, and it's just like, where did you come from? I, I never saw him the rest of the weekend. Before that or after that, that yeah. just that one point when I needed that, like, hey, you know, that that last little, I mean, Nick was pushing me great, but that last little, like, nudge from Dingo was just like, oh, okay, you know, yeah. so. Even even in my personal life, uh, if something big is going on and I'm struggling with something or I need advice on something, I'll message Dingo and he'll answer me back and he always knows the right things to say at the right moment. Yeah, yeah. Always. No, Dingo's amazing. So there, there are some staff members yeah. that are amazing. It's like, you know, with the some of the staff members and then even like in the BSOCR, we have some guys that are, you know, really amazing like that that'll pop up. I mean, Brandon, you for me, yeah. I mean, Nick Thompson in Hawaii, if it was not for Nick, I would not have that beautiful trifecta weekend medal that I wanted so bad. Um, yeah. If it wasn't for Nick, I wouldn't have that. I, I would have, I would have bowed out. I mean, I was so beat mm-hmm. up and so tore up after the sprint, after the super. I'm like, I can't do this. And Nick's like, Yeah, mm-hmm. you can. You've already done the hard parts. It's just all that's left is a sprint. This is going to be, you know, blah, blah. And he talked me into it. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have that medal and that medal that I worked so hard for for so many years. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's for some me, great Hawaii, people. And that's, yeah. Yeah. Hawaii it was, was Brandon for me because I wasn't going to yeah. do the sprint, I was done. After doing the beast and the super, uh, my feet were hurting so bad and my ankles. And I'd been sitting because I thought Brandon had started ahead of me. And so I just thought, I'm I'm okay. I am okay not getting that trifecta medal. I'm okay with it. And so I sat down and all of a sudden Brandon pops up and he says, come on, let's go. And I said, no, I'm done. You're Go ahead, you're faster, you can you can go. He literally grabbed my hand and pulled me through probably most of the sprint. <laughs> yeah. And I, I finished. Yeah. I finished. Yeah. How many years have and you and I been thing. trying to do that? Four. That yeah. was our fourth year. So well, you didn't go fourth. the year of the hurricane, but That's right. but yeah, that was the fourth year. So fourth so, is the apparently for us. Yeah, 2016, we had, I had the, the broken foot, so okay. I wasn't able to finish. I wasn't able to finish the beast, and I only got the super. That's right. And then 2017 was, we finished the beast and the super, but then I, or, and I was just like, no, I, I'm done. My feet were tore up at that point, and I'm like, I'm not doing the sprint. I, I'm done for the day. Mm-hmm. And I think we, we made it back where we shouldn't have had enough time, but we had just, I mean, we could have, if we grabbed our packet, we could have ran ran out and done it because the, yeah. the last heat, heat had just left. Because I think G went out and he finished with oh, us yeah, and he G went out did. and did the sprint. Yep. Yeah. And he finished with us on the super. So we had time. We just, we chose not to. And then 2018 yeah. was the hurricane. And then 2019, yeah. we finally did it. So, and I'm going back yes, next year because I, I, I want it again. I want to do it without. Oh, my. I need to, to work on some things and get to a point where I can do it where I'm not completely like destroyed at the end of it so yeah oh yeah i'm going back 
We can, we'll do it together. We will. We will. So what are your plans for next year? Now that you did seven this year, what are you, are you going to try and match that? Are you going to try and better it? Or what are you, what are your plans? I, I haven't really thought about it yet. Um, I'm still, I think in California, we went to Disneyland and we just got back not long ago. So I'm still trying to just come to terms with the fact that I actually did seven trifectas. Um, I, I know that we'll probably do some Canadian races. Um, I, I don't know. I would like to do at least seven, but we'll see. Uh, I just don't know. They're doing, they're doing races differently this year too. Like in Canada, yeah, it's a whole different schedule. So the regular races like Kimberly and Vancouver, they don't have those anymore. So it's going to depend on a lot of the scheduling stuff too. As the yeah, I was kind of looking at that too. Yeah. And I don't have a whole lot of time off that I can take for work the rest of this year. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I'll just have to, it could be one of those years where I just play it by ear and just Sometimes take off the best years. Well, that's what happened this year. I mean, we literally hadn't planned most of the races. We just realized that, oh, we both don't have to work. Let's just go. Yeah. And I think it was Monterey. We decided Thursday night we were going to drive down to Monterey. And we were still in in school. So we mm-hmm. left Friday night as soon as we got off work, drove straight through to Monterey. We made it to the venue in time to run. We did our race in Monterey, slept for a couple hours in a friend's hotel room. And then by 5 o'clock Sunday morning, we were back in the car driving back home from Monterey so we could be at work on Monday morning. So that was yeah. literally a last-second everything. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, I don't know. We'll just have to see what... And sometimes those are the best. The last yeah. second, last minute, you know, plans are, are the funnest ones. I mean, it's like Los Levos was just kind of one of those because of because of the way I deferred the races. When I deferred Tahoe, mm-hmm. and they pretty much, they told me um, because I deferred it already, the same race twice, they're like, pretty much, um, you have to use it this year. Mm, it has yeah. to be a 2019 race because that's what the original code was for, was for a 2019 race. So I'm like, okay, cool. Well, and that's when I found Los Olivos, and I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just do that one. You know, last race of the year, why not? And originally I planned on flying down and flying back. But then Amber uh-huh. was like, hey, let's make a trip out of it. And it was fun. I mean, it was fun to have a trip like that. I mean, there was a lot of things we learned on that trip that we need to do different next time. But, I mean, it was fun. I mean, it was nice to have that last-minute just drive to California. I mean, there was a bunch of stuff we'd never done, you know, in 18 years of marriage of, you know, doing a long drive mm-hmm. trip like that down into California and seeing all the stuff we drove down 101. And I mean, yeah. So, I mean, making the trips out of it is kind of the fun part because I've done the, you know, I did it in 2016, I think, where we flew down to Vegas on Friday, did the race on Saturday and flew back Saturday. Uh, so yeah. it was kind of like, you know, and then it was like, it was, you lose the joy of it that way. It's not as fun. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. I flew yeah. down, did the race, flew right back. It's like, you know, and we figured that out with Hawaii. Like this year, we took almost two weeks in Hawaii. I was there for five days before and five days after. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was like, and that was amazing. So we try and make it, if we're going to make a trip to these places to do races, we want to make it a trip, a vacation. 
you know. Yeah, we've started we've started doing that too. We did that when we went to the Dallas Stadium race. We went down to Austin afterwards for a few days, and that was so much fun. We walked all yeah. over the town, and we went to one of the historical little towns of Green. And we got to see, you know, where all these country singers come and perform. And and we wouldn't have seen that if we wouldn't have made a vacation. So yeah. we've started trying to do that when we can, wherever we go. So Hawaii, yeah. I mean, it's Hawaii. You have to stay a little while. So we yeah. always try to be there for, you know, several days before and then several days after. And... And we did it yeah. this time with the Los Olivios. We went up and mm-hmm. we went to Disneyland for a day. And and then we went over to Camp Pendleton and we saw Brandon's best friend, which was really cool. They hadn't seen each other in like five years. And so that was really fun that we were able to just take our time driving, exploring new places in California and and all the food there and it was just a lot of fun to have that extra time with the race. Yeah, which is the way it should be. You know, that's one thing we play. Now we want to do some more next year where it's more less about the, I mean, less about the race and more about the travel. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's kind of it. I want to do the races, but I also want the, the travel and the joy of that. And that was kind of the thing, you know, we thought about this time at the last minute. We're like, Oh, you know, we should go see my grandma when I'm down there. Cause my grandma lives in Lakewood, California. And I haven't seen my grandma in, five or six years and Amber and has never met her because wow. she never leaves California. So, oh, you um, to go. <laughs> yeah. So I think I was telling you, it's my grandma, Connie, the greatest, cutest little Filipino lady. She's amazing. But, uh, you know, and that was kind of it is it's like, you know, would love to go see her, but, and then it's like, but you know, it's always difficult because then we looked how far it was and it was a little too far for this trip. So that next year we're thinking about doing a trip and finding one of the races in that area and going down to see grandma. So, you know, see yeah. my grandma Connie. She's a great lady. So it'd be cool. Like I said, I haven't seen her in five or six years. And before that, I hadn't seen her in probably 10. So she never leaves California. Wow. So unless we go see her, you know, the family doesn't get to see her. So, yeah. So that's one of the things we want to do on the next trip is look stuff like that. So it's it's great to think about the races, but you also want to think about, you know, how you can make it a family trip and family time and all that. Right. It's, you know, it's, that's what's great yeah. with like you and Brandon, you both get to do it. And me and Amber are looking into that more. And, you know, we try and make the races with Benton doing more races now and stuff like that. So we do the the five yeah. K's at home every, every month. And that's a family thing, me, Amber and Benton. So in fact, we've got the, the resolution five K coming up where we get run a five K and then jump into like Washington on new year's day. So that'll be fun uh, and cold. Yeah. <laughs> Very well, cool. what's really bad is that every year I've never made the full dive. I Every year I'm like, I'm mm. going to do it. I'm going full in. I'm going all the way in the water. And then I run in and the water hits about, you know, as they say, how deep? Balls deep. Uh-huh. And it hits about that part. And I'm like, that's as far as I'm going. I'm not going any farther into the water. So, yeah. No, it's, it's kind of like the dunk wall. I yeah. just get to a certain point and I just, well, we have our panic attacks together. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We know how well we all love the dunk wall. Oh, we yeah. know. No, no, we really don't. This no. time, you missed the super in Los Olivios. 
I did it with um, with Jack 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 Winpinko. I've never met Jack, and I've always heard about Jack Jack. Oh, I've never met she her. Is, she's awesome. Well, she has a fear just as bad of doing that dunk wall as you and I do, and so yeah, it was really nice to have some. Uh, we were having our panic attack before we even got up to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was so nice on like Los Olivos was that that really showed like Spartan spirit. Was we had, and I remember her name was Sarah, and that was it. Who was on my right side as we came up to it? I'm like, God, I hate this thing. And everything else, she's like, she, do you want to help? And I'm like, sure. So really, there was four of us. I had the Sarah on my right, yes. me, you, and then Brandon was on your left, and all four of us went under together, and it was yes, awesome. We did so. Yes. Yeah, because I hate the yeah I hate the dunk wall, but there was some there was some fun things on Los Lewis. There was one thing that you weren't there. Brandon saw there was you've got the pictures of me and Brandon holding hands, which was kind of weird. Yeah. But whatever. Um, he like got my hand and wouldn't let go, which got kind of weird for a minute. But and then there was yeah. the other part where the girl ran up behind me and she reaches out and just grabs a handful of my butt and she's like, "You're, oh, you yeah. know, yeah." She's like, "Your glutes are tight," and I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> like, what, I forgot what happened about there? her. Yeah. yeah. She's like, "Where did that come from?" I felt kind of violated and excited at the same time. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So which was that's great. Which was, yeah, it was hilarious. So it was a great race, and I always love racing with you. And I look forward to next year doing a few. I know I'm starting in Vegas as usual, and then Vegas, Seattle, Montana. And what's amazing, as soon as I finish Vegas, I've already got a, a trifecta done. Yeah, I have. You've already got I a full trifecta, a, don't you? I for twenty twenty. I think I do. Yeah. So I'll have, yeah, I'll have, once I finish Vegas, I'll have my trifecta, my first trifecta for 2020. Montana, which I'm going to do both the beast and the super, because I'm going to need that super, will be trifecta yeah. number two, because I'm going for four this year. And looking at my map, you know, my plan for where we're going, the only way I'm going to do that is I'm going to have to go to, I'm going to have to do both races in Montana to be able to get the second, that fourth super. So. Okay, so I'll be doing the my, super in Montana also. Yeah, because my supers will be Vegas, Seattle, Montana, Hawaii. And then my yeah. beats will be Los Olivos, Montana, Hawaii, Seattle. So that'll be the four there, and then I'll figure this, this sprints will be, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. It's going to be a crazy year. So right on. Well, I think it we're is. getting close to the hour mark. So All right. we should probably wrap this up. So. What would you say to the listeners? What's the the one piece of advice that you would give the listeners for anybody who is thinking about doing a Spartan or is, you know, thinking about what they should do next? I would say sign up for a Spartan and just do it. Get out of your comfort zone. It sucks, but once you're out there and you meet people, I mean, I've, I have a, a family literally now, um, I've met friends that I couldn't get through my races without these friendships and without these relationships. Yeah. Um, I, that is the biggest thing is that, yeah, you're getting out of your comfort zone, but I wouldn't have made it through Washougal in 2015 without you. Yeah. I know that. I wouldn't have made it through as many races as I have without you and Brandon. And Tim Quayle and Lisa and 
Charissa and Stevie and I, there's so Teresa, many people. Yeah. Huh? And there is. And there is. There's so many people. I mean, yeah. that's one thing with me doing the, the podcast is I get to talk to these people. And it's like people I do, you know, do races with and then talk to them. And it's just, yeah, it's amazing. It is. So I would say just do it. Don't don't wait for anything. And if you have physical things that prevent you from doing things, it's okay. You can still yeah. do it. I'm I'm walking proof now. <laughs> yeah. But you can do you know, anything that you put your mind to. So. Yeah, and find a find a group of friends. Or if you don't have a group of friends that want to do it, that's the biggest problem that you run into. Is a lot of times you'll be like, "Oh, I want to go do this." And you get like ten friends that are like, "Yeah, let's do this." And then you get like four that might sign up, and one maybe one will show up at the race, if that. So. Find a group yeah. that already does it. Come to BSOCR, you know, whatever. Reach out to me or Jody or any of us, and we'll get yes. you. We'll help you get get going on your first one. Yes, we will. So, yeah. Yes. Right on. All right. Well, thank you, Jody, for for talking to me. And uh, thank yeah, you. We will see you soon. Yes, we will. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the BSNAT podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beat OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook or at BeastsOCR.org.